fucking wrong. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You're goddamn right. Jersey Judah, man. Back once again, 8.25 p.m., later than usual. Did a lot of running around at my job. At my job. Um, I like when niggas don't show up, when people don't show up to work, and nobody tells you that nobody showed up until the last minute. So I'm, I'm hitting this supervisor up. I'm letting him know, like, yo, uh, the coworker that's supposed to be responsible for certain things isn't showing up. And I'm not getting a response. So I'm not even going to sweat it. Anyway, your boy's back once again with the raw, the real, the red pill here at the Crimson Capsule Chapel. We're going to do something similar to yesterday. I have some responses from Quora, Quora Quora.com. And it's uh, similar, like I said, what I did yesterday, the biggest red pill realizations. Um, I was able to save this through my uh, text-to-talk app. So I actually saved them as um, I saved them as WAV files. So what we have is what I call TRP realization. Then another TRP realization. And then an answer on why it's hard to introduce the red pill to friends. And we also got something from... If I can fix this, of course I can't. Um, when she says she wants a nice guy, and that's by Manhood. Shout out to Manhood. It's going to be a very different episode. Matter of fact, let me. Uh, matter of fact, let me play some music real quick, man. Fuck the bullshit. Play a, a quick intermission so I can so I can smoke a little something something. But I'll be right back. What's the matter with you? Get this shit started, man. 
Let's not waste any time. I didn't want to put, by the way, like I didn't want to put the people's names of who answered these questions because this isn't from me. This is from responses from other people on this Quora thread. Uh, one of the threads we went through last night, what was your biggest uh, red pill realization? We got two answers to that, like I said. Then we have another answer on why it's hard to introduce the red pill to friends. So we're going to start off with a little, you know, red pill realization. This is a response. Once again, Quora.com. Uh, still pretty valuable. It hasn't been completely polluted the way that Reddit has been. And there's still guys giving out um, good information. So let's jump into the first response. Biggest red pill realization. Three years after being divorced, I finally met the woman I had married. I know there are a number of cliches that could be applied. You never really know someone. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Love is blind. There are many more that explain the situation. It is apparently common to find out that you've been in a relationship with someone you didn't even know. So it is logical to ask, why is that such a big red pill realization? It happens. In fact, it happens a lot. When my oldest daughter began planning for transferring from junior college to a four-year school, she asked my parents for financial help. My parents said no. They wanted to help but just couldn't at the time. My daughter was disappointed. Possibly she was even angry that she wasn't going to get what she wanted. My ex-wife was present for the conversation and there was no denying that she was upset. She began to proclaim that my parents had no idea why the divorce really happened. My mom stated that they didn't know and frankly, they didn't want to know. I have struggled with chemical addiction since I was 14 years old. I got married for the second time when I was almost 30. I was married with two daughters and clean for 13 years when I relapsed. That relapse lasted two years. Those were the last two years of my marriage. My ex-wife heard my mother say she didn't want to know and respected that request for all of 30 seconds. She began to forcibly drown anyone in earshot with gallons of information designed to defame my person. Even though I had been in and out of sobriety since 14, my parents were not aware. The reasons my parents didn't know are a different subject for a different talk. The next day my daughter texted me saying, Grandma and Grandpa said no to helping with college so we told them everything about the divorce. I was confused and then stunned. My daughter explained all the gory details as if she was the one who had said and divulged everything. The next day I spoke to my parents and found out that she was deceiving me. She wasn't the speaker, but it was my ex-wife. I was double shocked. I was stunned and couldn't see the purpose behind causing such pain. It had been three years or more since the divorce. What could possibly be the purpose behind such malice? I called a lady who had been friends with my ex-wife during the time of my relapse and the end of our marriage. I asked this lady, who is this person I call my ex-wife? What has happened to her? How can she be so vengeful and cold? Her reply shook my foundational view of reality. That is who she has always been. Calmly and with assurance she showed me that I had never seen the anger and bitterness in my ex-wife. My grip on reality loosened even further as she revealed to me, for the first time, the identity of the person I had been married to for 15 years. But none of this was the red pill realization that I am trying to explain. It only led me to that realization. I was shocked. I was stunned. I was confused. But, I wasn't angry. That was the moment that the realization brought pain all over and a sickness to my soul. 
Why wasn't I angry? More so, why did I still love her? What? Yes, honestly I couldn't be angry with her. I still love her. How? Then it hit with searing pain in my chest. I was so desperate to be loved and to be liked. I wanted so badly to have a family. Damn. I need so desperately to belong somewhere. I was able to choose my blindness. I wanted to be loved so badly and I loved myself so little. I could put up with anything to belong to someone. The need was is so deep that I effectively put away my consciousness. I adopted a construct that made me feel wanted. The realization of my desperation, that it was driving my decisions, will be the biggest red pill for the rest of my life. Damn. What do I talk about here a lot? And like in the red pill and just that mindset, when <coughs> when Neo takes the red pill and he is actually unplugged, he the, what's his first reaction? Resistance. This is bullshit. You guys are all crazy, right? Because things start st things start adding up. I'm sure a lot of you guys, if you thought back to your past relationships, you were probably with women that you probably you you don't even see how you were into them today, but at that time. That with that blue pill mindset that you had, you see a beautiful woman and you think everything about her is beautiful. And like I said, a lot of like the more attractive a woman is today, I mean, it's it's more than likely that she is. All right, so let me let me let me explain it like this, right? So when a guy sees a beautiful woman. And that guy is not aware of her nature. He's going to assume the best of her because of her looks, right? Now, a guy who's on a red pill perspective, he's going to look for the bad things because women can cover themselves up. They can put these masks on, literally, makeup. They can put makeup on to cover their marks. They can put on a persona. They can put on an act. They can walk a certain way, talk a certain way, because a lot of these women know that certain guys are going to fall for how she looks rather than who she truly is. It's the same where, like, the nice guys, they learn that, yeah, nice guys do finish last. No ifs, ands, buts about it. You're not going to get, you're not going to get the woman of your dreams by being nice, dude. Like, and by being nice alone, like, yeah, I don't need looks. I have a good personality. That's bitch talk. Yeah, you're going to need looks. You go on online dating, the first thing that woman's going to notice is your looks. So don't listen to these guys telling you to just be yourself. Be a better you. But do that for you. That's self-development. Self-improvement is similar, except self-improvement is more or less going into the gym, bettering yourself for your chances with women. Um, self-development is just bettering yourself to be a better you. But yeah, marriages, I mean, shit, a lot of guys, they get red-pilled while married, and I'm glad I never got married and went to that stage where I found the red pill the same time I did while married with children or while married with a child or while in a relationship with a child or in a, in a relationship with a woman with a child that is mine. I'm glad I came to this realization after 
my last relationship with no no attachments, no no court system holding me down. I don't have a child with the bitch. Like I can and, and, and see that's what the importance of it is. You don't want to get married and then finally come to the realization after you've been divorce raped. But a lot of guys do, man. A lot of guys do. We're going to get into the next realization. I think this one's a little bit shorter, but I'm not going to really interrupt these because they're pretty short anyway. And I don't want to interrupt the uh, the text to type shit because I don't know if it's going to malfunction, shut my shit down. So we're just going to play the next realization. Biggest red pill realization. I popped the red pill a couple of years ago. Now I'm here, the place that makes me severely uncomfortable, but it's the only place to be. I've had a couple of realizations. My first realization showed me how deeply flawed this society we're in. We're stuck in a loop that has made us so comfortably numb and oblivious to the truth that we grow into monsters just to maintain our comfort zone. Our food is not food, it's a bunch of chemicals mixed together to taste good. Doesn't even rot. Society, oh but it's so tasty, let's make ads with naked chicks enjoying chemical cheeseburgers. Damn. Children are super active during childhood, they love to flip from one thing to another. Society, oh that's clinical ADHD. They need meds from the age of three. Damn. God, I'm so tired all the time. I don't enjoy my work at all. Society, oh, but how you get pissed drunk every weekend without a paycheck? You need to pay bills, take the wife out shopping and vacations or she'll leave you. <laughs> We're just going to scare you into believing you need to be a slave. Eventually we gain pleasure out of our slavery. My second realization was when I saw how afraid we are of the truth. Your flaws, needs, wants, emotions and feelings are just not going to matter to anyone, maybe your parents and partner but only when they love selflessly. Your value is calculated by the amount of things you can buy, the paycheck you can pull and the slavery you can grant. You're a commodity in the market that you've created and now sustained it upon human life. The fear with which you live your life isn't going to matter in one year. The anxiety you carry upon your shoulders won't matter tomorrow. I'm guilty of staying in the anxiety loop too. Love will always matter. No matter who you share it with. A plant, animal, your cycle, it matters. The universe grants you your wishes, provided you're ready for them. Provided you appreciate them. You cannot just gain the truth and not act upon it. It's a cardinal sin. The choice of your actions lie with you. Absolutely. The society, the corrupt world, the dying planet are all an extension of you. You're not just the body but vibes and aura and frequency. What you give out is what you'll always receive. The world isn't such a bad place. When you love yourself you'll get the love back. It's all within you. You were born with the red pill in your mouth. Only when you grew up did you start getting fascinated by the blue. Damn. Why is it hard to introduce Damn. people hold to up, the red hold pill? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Chill, chill, nigga, chill. Jesus fucking Christ, this phone. Alright, so, yeah, that was a lot to take in. Um, this nigga's definitely red pill to the max, bro. Like, whoever, <laughs> yo, whoever, whoever put that shit down, they, they're speaking the truth, man. We're all conditioned in a lot of ways to be slaves by society. This is not a race related thing. I mean, a wage slave like myself. I'm at a job that I really don't like, but it, it's good money. So it's like, whatever. 
and I'm just dealing with I'm just I'm just dealing with the cards that are dealt to me. But at the same time, I'm trying to rearrange some shit. You know what I mean? And I've been I've been on this awakening for years before I even knew what the fuck the red pill was. Finding out things about the government, finding out things, you know, that that other people would just look at you as if you're crazy, as if you're batshit crazy. But all this shit is taking place. And like I've said, social media is the modern day matrix. So everybody's plugged in. Everybody's logged in. Nobody never logs off of Facebook. Think about it. If you have a phone, literally nobody logs off of Facebook on their phones. And it's the illusion that we're told by the technocrats that we are exploring the world, but we're not really exploring anything. We're exploring pictures and and visuals through our phones. We are stimulated and we are getting dopamine from our phones. Porn, uh, bitches, OnlyFans, uh, bitches getting validation from niggas. Like that's all bullshit, essentially. In which, on top of being the Matrix, like, social media is no more than virtual reality. We, our phones have literally became our brains. So, yeah, this this guy definitely knows what he's talking about. Um, what he said also, was, which was very important, like, once you know about the red pill, you have to take action. You If, if you just sit back and just constantly take but if you, if you just sit back and constantly take in red pills and not do anything, not make any, not have any strategy, it it will catch up to you. That's why I'm the one. I'm I'm the one person. A lot of guys will say it, but I'm like the one person that will say it straight up. The red pill ain't for everybody. This podcast ain't for everybody. But for you guys that check this shit out, I appreciate it. But. You know, this shit ain't for everybody. You know, it's like a lot of people wish, like I mentioned this morning in the episode that I probably shared. No, I didn't share that. I actually deleted it because I didn't like how it sounded. So fuck it. I talked about earlier an episode I didn't upload. How at the end of the day, and I mentioned this a lot where, you know, the guy quote unquote takes the red pill. You know what I'm saying? He, he understands the harsh realities, right. And what is going on around him. A lot of these guys, they skip the self-development, the introspection or the introspective aspect of the red pill. And he goes straight into game and he goes straight into pickup artists. Cause a lot of these guys are just horny and trying to get pussy. You dig? And and if you're not taking action to better yourself, like, what's the fucking point? You're just going to be more, you're going to be more broken at the end of the day. And and for those guys, they were better off blue pill. Because essentially, they were already conditioned to be beta male providers. And like I said, dude, it's the same shit where women are pretty much the pharmaceutical technicians of the blue pill. They they have crafted the blue pill in, in a form of feminism where 
the men are told that they are the bad guys, they're wrong, they're oppressing women, and the cuckables, you know, the cuckable simps out there, the simpanzees, the monkey manginas, these niggas, they fall for it. They take that blue pill. Okay, we're the victims. We got to protect women, protect our queens. What the fuck do I look like? Like, really? What the fuck do I look like to be saying some shit like that? What are we protecting women from? How about that? I mean, today, in the sense of information, we are protecting women from themselves because EVE is the destruction of modern day females. EVE, Eve, from Adam and Eve, an acronym or an adjective, whatever the fuck, however the fuck, whatever the fuck you may call it, right? Entitlement, vanity, and expectations. Those are three things that will always go against women at the end of the day. The reason why a bitch is lonely, the reason why a reason why a bitch is hollering, crying, reason why a bitch has a bunch of cats and no man's no men around is because her entitlement, right? Her entitlement from the beginning, which can still be worse when a woman gets older, she doesn't she learns <clears throat> she learns but she actually she had to make herself learn. She wouldn't have done that by default. Like her entitlement would have grown. Like a lot of women, you see a lot of women who are 40, 40 plus, they want a guy that still makes six figures a year. The guy that's making six figures a year, that's her age. He's obviously dating women, multiple women who are probably 10 to 15 years younger, even 20. But he knows the game. See, like he's not simping. He's just a nigga that he's just a nigga that knows. But most when when most niggas make six figures like a year, they're on a different level when it comes because because see they probably experienced the same shit that I always talk about. When you start from nothing and you get no attention and no no type of. Um, attraction or conversation or, or play from women. And then you actually, as a man, have that burden of performance. You got to grind in order to get what the fuck you get. And then by the time you finally get all those things that you worked hard for, then these bitches want to come back around. Now these bitches want to smile. Now these bitches want to be friendly. Get the fuck out of here. Matter of fact, where's Uncle Paulie at? Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and see, that's where like the six figure nigga, he he knows why these women are around. He understands it. Which a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas will just pay for play because he know these bitches are hurting. He knows that these bitches need need the rent paid. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And, and rather than rather than sit back and hear a sob story, right? Rather than sit back and hear a bitch's sob story. He's just going to drop some money. Drop a couple, drop a couple crumbs for these fucking birds. And then simple. You know what I mean? 
he's going to pay for play because he's paying the woman to leave and not to stay. You understand? See, those guys, they know the reality. Rappers that you rappers used to be very red pill. Rappers used to be very red pill when it came to bitches ain't shit. And Mike Jones back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Red pill as fuck, right? Um, 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 um. B.I.G. Black and ugly as ever. However, I stay Gucci down to the socks. They knew that these bitches that are all on them, they're not on them for who they are. They're on them for what they are and and what representation that bitch has for uh, what representation that bitch thinks that man has in society. By that point, he becomes the status symbol. Which a status symbol from a man is just the result or it's the achievement from burden of performance. A woman can just stand wherever she's at. Shout out to Austria D. A bitch can just stand wherever she's at. And get attention. Like, and it's not just like bitches, like I said before, bitches don't even have to leave the house. She can go on IG. You know, fat bitches, they don't, they don't, they don't take pictures below the chin. You know what I mean? But they'll 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 stay in the crib, go in the fucking bathroom. Or, or go into a bathroom. Like, just... Just imagine... The year... 2006. This is when I graduated high school. Right? And going into the bathroom... Going into the boys' bathroom and shit and smoking cigarettes. Thugging. You know what I'm saying? Thuggery. Pure thuggery. No cares in the world. I glided through high school. Like, I don't, I hate education. And it just, the, not, not education in itself, but education that's projected by educators. Like, like, nigga, like, you don't, you, you personally may have, like, the teachers and, like, the professors may have credibility, but with the internet, you can damn near learn anything on your own. Like, 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 more vital, important shit, like, you can learn by yourself. But people aren't free thinking anymore. They pay it. They need people for simple shit. Like like Facebook has what's called fact checkers. And all these niggas are biased and suspect. All of these niggas need to be investigated. Why is it hard to introduce people to the red pill? Okay, the red pill. It's a broad spectrum. Most people know red pill is MG toe. I have no issue with MGTOW, but they are flat out wrong. Red pill, to me, is about living the best life you can, as a man, and not falling for the female bullshit it is easy to fall for, as a man. Wait, before your misogyny alarm goes off, women are amazing, hot, sexy, cool. I do not give purple pill shit. This this is like, he got a, he got a backtrack because he's online and he's not trying to be looked at as like just a heavy. Like if he didn't mention that, I would understand it. But MGTOW, 
Like, this is the most, I would say, even at this point, it's the most confusing thing to break down. Because really, Red Pill, MGTOW can be the result of Red Pill. Meaning, like, Red Pill is, like, in a sense, its own thing. And, like, MGTOW is a route from the Red Pill. Meaning, once a guy has been out there, damn, I'm cold as shit. Why I got this air on? Bugging. Um, MGTOW, in my opinion, is for guys who already get pussy. Like, guys who've gotten pussy and guys who came to the realization that maybe that's not something they're um, trying to focus on. Because a lot of these guys, they gotten distracted pedestalizing pussy. And they've gotten absolutely nowhere doing so. They've gotten used. They've gotten manipulated by bitches. And, and these guys, like a lot of us in the male space, we've took a loss. We took several losses. Okay? Like I said, a man, a, a nigga, like, like a nigga deals with, and I say nigga universally, a man deals with adversity early teens rejection teens um fights disputes and shit as a teen right like the that's that's like for a man for for most young men i would essentially consider that the wall for men that that those adversities and then wondering what you're going to become of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's literally the male version of the wall. Bitches, because bitches will wait until they're completely defeated and washed up and go, well, where's the good men? I thought this was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen. They have that epiphany phase when it's too late. Guys have that sort of barrier early on. And, and then from how you've, how you've maneuvered and how you've dealt with those situations is the type of person you generally become. See, me, I think too much. So I, I've, I've learned to use that as an ability to be more strategic. To plan things, plan necessary things. Not stupid, meaningless shit. I don't have the time to plan. Like, bitch, like females in general, like, to sit back as a 30... As as I'll be thirty four years old in four days, God willing. Four in four days I'll be thirty four. I do not have the time, care, and consideration to chat back and forth with a bitch that's probably out there sucking and fucking the night before. I do not. Ha- I, I I can't do it. <clears throat> but see, Mig Migtow. It, it's difficult to explain it because depending on who you ask, <clears throat> because there's a lot of references. Like, for for example, Coach Greg Adams mentions free agent lifestyle. I've heard a lot of MGTOW content creators acknowledge the free agent lifestyle. But they're supposed to be going their own way, and but they'll still pay for pussy, which either way, I'm not going to judge a nigga either way, personally. I've, I've had these conversations for, for many a years, um, on this platform and on other platforms, even before podcasting, <clears throat> on Facebook Lives. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, you can't backpedal and, and go on and say, 
you know, women are just childish and all this, but I love women. Women are beautiful. I'm not a misogynist. Like, nigga, get, go somewhere. This is purple pill rhetoric. The fuck if they want to deadlift 300 pounds or watch Arnie films. Just be a woman. I never talk about red pill to people in work. I kind of mentioned it once and there was a big pause and the conversation moved on. There is a 21-year-old vegan girl in my team. I get on with her really well. I think I have a protective daughter thing going on smiley face. But she has the same views as me. Except she likes shit band smiley face. Also, you probably get red pill mixed up with Pua Puck Up Artists. Uh-huh. Pua is in the same ballpark. Pick up. They're not. Fuck that shit. <clears throat> but but I, 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 will, I will credit him for acknowledging there is a difference between... Because you got pickup artists that talk shit about red pill. So how is it the same? It's not the same shit. That's proof. A lot of guys who who claimed to be red pill previously were only guys who were following washed up PUAs. And they'll acknowledge, some of them acknowledge the red pill because they know that that's a growing thing. You know, that's, that's a popular thing. And a lot of these niggas become dating coaches and all this other madness, which I'm not going to say it's all pointless. I think there is some, there is like a percentage of guys that would benefit from it, but I think it's a very small percentage. Because like I said, the guys who buy into the PUA shit, these are guys who are out of shape. These are guys who don't take care of themselves and, and they expect to just get bitches just with a mouthpiece. Despicable. Up artists try too much. Who gives a fuck? Sex is sex. You can can get laid any day of the week. Paid or otherwise smiley face. The good thing is the connection. When she flicks her hair behind her ear and giggles. Amazing. Us red pill guys love that shit, but we know exactly what a woman is doing. Red pill equals love women, but understand all women games. We like the game smiley face. MGTOW. Also black pill and anything in between equals hate women. So, if I mention red pill to somebody, I am seen as a misogynist. Far from the truth, I'm not promoting his books and he hates being a role model, but the rational male are amazing books. I love Rolo Tomasa. His books changed me as a man. Really. People say that shit, but his books really changed me. I was reading and it was a revelation. You are feeling like this because of A, B, and C. I have suffered from depression since I was a kid. I always have had women issues because of an abusive father and my mother deserting at six. That's terrible. She never deserted. Dad was a dick. To this day, I carry an overprotection of women. It breaks my heart to see a woman cry, and if I see a man raise his voice to a woman, I get myself into trouble. He's not red pill. <clears throat> this guy isn't red pill, dude. At best, like I said, dude, and I mentioned this in the beginning, and I didn't listen to any of this before because I pretty much converted the speech from the text to wave file, okay? So I didn't listen to this shit, but I pretty much predicted it. It's... He, he, he's essentially most guys in this country, unfortunately, raised in a single mother household, either knew nothing about the father, the father was abusive, et cetera, et cetera. So he grew up as the protector of women. He's essentially the Captain Sabaho. That's, and that's not purple. That's, that's purple pill at best, dude. 
there's nothing. He mentions Rolo Tomasi. Cool. You know, that's like the go-to guy when people mention the red pill anyway. Um, and it's like, all right. Um, I think, I think what it breaks down to is you can be raised in a single mother household. I was raised in a single mother household, right? Do, do I, do I, um, pedestalize bitches? No, I don't. I will not. Have I done so in the past? Absolutely. Like most men. But if you're able to come to that understanding, you you won't really have the hatred for women. You just won't have you won't have that that drive. And not and not and not in a negative way. You you won't have that ability to simp. Because like you said, when a woman's playing with her hair and doing all this shit and guys talking about they love it, like no, I don't. I know what a bitch is doing. Bitches being bitches are being very tactical, man. These women are tactical. They know what they're doing. Give off indicators of interest. They expect you to come up and approach them. And the best thing you do, and I've done this before. I've, I've talked about this. Because like I said, a lot of niggas talk about all the pussy they get. No niggas talk about the pussy that they've, they've let down. Like, bitch, I don't need it. Straight up. And tell a bitch she's not special in the process. And, and, and it's not no hatred shit. It's just, it's to prove a point. Like, if, like, <clears throat> if women were only pragmatic with certain situations, they would actually be fine. They would be fine if they were more pragmatic, but the problem is they're too emotional. Women can be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's, if she's in career or if she's in construction, bitch, like she's, she's emotional. She's not going to have a real understanding or logic to even what this guy is saying. But this guy is nothing more than a purple pill peasant who just mentions Rolo Tomasi and, and and claims to be red pill, but backtracks to a point where he's like, well, I'm not a misogynist either, and that's black pill and MGTOW. And it's like, dude, stop. Because that's where you get... It's like, it's like the extreme case. Like, there's extreme guys who I would say are MGTOW, right? And those extreme guys would be the guys who say, you know, the red pills are a bunch of frauds, this and that. And they're only looking at piss poor PUAs and peasants, low lives. They're not looking at guys who are really speaking facts. Um, and then you have guys who are like this guy who who's a costume alpha, probably nine times out of 10. He's a curtain jerker, jabroni, you know, what I mean, scumbag. He, he's not really who he say he is because <clears throat> he kind of contradicted himself. Cause like, how can you, how can you put yourself in a red pill category, but then, then talk about how you attend or you feel bad when women cry and do this and that, like it's, it's going against the grain of what you just said. So this is why I, I personally use the, uh, the term purple pill. You know what I mean? Shout out to my homeboy, John, wherever the fuck he's at. Uh, we used to do something. Uh, probably like three, four years, well, four years ago, maybe four, yeah, it's 2018 and 2019. We used to do, uh, every now and then we used to do a fucking, what the fuck, a live, Facebook live, we called it the Purple Pill Experience. 
And what it was, it was me, somebody at that time who's been single for over five years, and my friend from high school who's in who's in a relationship since high school 10 years ago. And like I, I tell him my personal outlook when it comes to dating and relationships. And you know, of course, him being in a relationship for 10 years probably in his position, never even decided to think about talking to other women or see what was out there. He was always mind blown. Then I was showing videos and then I was showing shit like that. And then he would be like, damn, man, I didn't know it was that hard out here. I'm like, yeah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's why like guys, guys who kind of tread this, this thin line, it's very dangerous. For a man, for a man's mentality, for no, for a man, for a man mentally, it is dangerous to to sort of walk this tight line of where, of where like you want to be a better you in a sense, right? You want to be a better you for you, let's just say. But at the same time, and like most men do, they have that thought of being with women, even even with these bitches today, like a lot of these bitches who claim to want relationships, it's all BS, dude. It's all BS. And, and guys, guys who are gullible enough, they're going to get fried in the long run. And mostly these bitches that go for these tactics, they're usually washed up. They've tried to live the sex in the city lifestyle. They probably reach like, I don't know, 28. These bitches be tapping out early, dude. I've said this before. A lot of women, they hit the wall early. Um, Not the biological, not the biological wall, but she hits the like epiphany phase. (laughs) I'll use Rolo Tomasi's uh, phrases. I've been using his shit for a minute. My problem, like I said, I've always talked about uh, directly. I don't necessarily have a personal problem with any of these niggas because I don't fucking know them. But... I reference a lot of Rolo Tomasi shit. You know, the rational male, of course. It's necessary and it's and it's worth a read. But as I gotten deeper into this shit, I mean the whole alpha it's it's one thing to be and shout out shout out to Coach Greg Adams. It's one thing to be masculine, but it's another thing to be alpha. Right. I think a lot of people in this space could agree with that. <clears throat> Meaning you don't have to be the top fucking dog to still have a level of dominance as man. See, guys who, who took this shit too far are really costume alphas. They don't really know anything. And they'll sit back and they'll talk about Sigma males. Right. Because it's something that's gaining a little more traction. A lot of these niggas are like bitches anyway, so they 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 play that persona and shit. They play that persona, and, and and it's like it's cool, it's an act and all, but it's not that's not really what you are and what you represent. A lot of guys are really sigmas at best, but claim to be alpha because they're in a position that they're in today. Yesteryear they weren't in that position. I think I think um. 
I think Rolo himself said this at one point that like that alpha shit is where you are like it's athleticism to an extent. If you if you're naturally athletic, then you you're kind of like you're you're almost groomed to be alpha. Or your genetics are are a certain way and you remain frame, you carry frame, you carry yourself with 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 fucking dignity with your chin up instead of looking down on your phone like a peasant, you'll, you'll, you're automatically with that combination. You're kind of automatically in that category by default. A lot of guys aren't who they say they are. They had to build themselves. Now, if you had to, in my opinion, that's Sigma shit anyway, because you've already dealt with the low points of life. You've, you already dealt with, um, pedestalizing bitches, being friend zoned by bitches, being utterly used by bitches and manipulated. And you realize that you realize that you needed to better yourself. You bettered yourself. You got yourself in a good position. And now you get all of the recognition. And these are the guys who say that they're alphas, which is cool, I guess. I mean, look, I don't who the fuck am I? I consider myself a Sigma male by just definition of being a legit lone wolf couple people I socialize with, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't care for crowds. I don't care for crowds. Cause I know that mob group mentality of all is one where if you say all is one, then you lose track in yourself. You lose, you lose identity of who you truly are and wanting to appease and impress others. See a lot of guys, they can't, they can't separate themselves from that. They're they're already plugged into their to their little version of the matrix. But yeah, we're about to hear some. We're about to hear the rest of this purple pill shit, man. It's fucking disgraceful. So I'm Red Pill. No, you're Am not. I a bad man? You're not. My Red Pill journey started in earnest after I fell in love with a prostitute. Damn. It was no pretty woman. I don't judge, but the majority of guys who visit prostitutes are fucking scum. Most guys get red pilled after a fucked marriage. I am lucky. Never been married. Smiley face. I, I think that's I think that's not true at all. I don't think most guys get red. Well, they do, but I don't I don't think it's the numbers. The numbers of it isn't because if you look at the divorce rates with females being 80 percent, you can possibly incorporate that. But a lot of guys who who've gotten red pilled, they've gotten red pilled from relationships. It's not it's not fucking marriages. In some cases, in some cases, it wasn't even relationships. It was a version of being red pilled is like as a man, as I mentioned before, that male version of the wall, that adversity of being friend zone or being told that, you know, oh, a bitch telling you that you're ugly. Right. A woman just being completely blatantly honest with you. That can be a version of, of a red pill moment. I don't I don't think I think depending on who the person is and how they see things, it's their perspective. Like this is only my perspective. Like the red pill is mostly guys who've been in bad relationships, who've been used, been cheated on. A lot of guys who are like costume alphas and shit, they they've been in the same position, but they don't really talk about it, which 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 in 
which in itself makes them a costume outfit. It's like we always see Superman. We never see the Clark Kent. We don't see the guy out of the costume. We don't see the guy um, without the persona. You feel me? So those guys who come in and claim to know everything, those are the guys you really be you need to be cautious of. Guys who are only talking about the things that they have and not the things that they've lost, you really got to pay attention to those guys. And see, that's what I've learned from, from last year. I was finding myself not getting into character because, like, there is a variation of that, and I do believe that that is in a lot of ways necessary to get a point across, to have some level of enthusiasm. You know what I mean? But... I, I wanted to be more transparent. Like I wanted to represent this shit the way that I see it, just like the way that everybody else does it. Because everybody, and see, that's the funny thing, and that's sort of the negative thing about the male space or the manosphere, if that's what you want to consider it. It's motherfuckers generally agree with a certain shit. It's just they get into arguments over the slightest things they disagree with. I don't get into arguments or debates. Well, I don't mind a debate. A, a debate, people who can conversate know the difference of a debate and an argument. People who say arguments and debates are the same are people who can't conversate, period. There's no there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I don't want to hear the excuse. A politician can say that because a politician knows the game. Like A, a politician knows politics. It's It's like it's all tactics and shit. And it's all, it's all strategy. It's strategy based. Some niggas are just, you know, action. They want to come in guns blazing. We, we use a game analogy. So a lot of people like myself play video games, right? A lot of people would just want to come in, you know, shoot them up. But you got people in high positions and people in higher places that are strategic. They'll break a nigga down within six months rather than destroy him right away. What do they do? Right? How do they do it? They go after a man's money, taxes. They go after the man's opinion, criticized uh, right wing conservatives, black conservatives. Jesus, forget about us. They, they, They criticize your religion. The criticism of Middle Easterns in this country. And look, I'm I'm conservative. But I I don't I don't I don't get down with the whole uh, discrimination shit like that. I really don't. I think a lot of people they get away with this shit because, like I said, that it's a strategy where it's like it's another tactic in separating people. Race is another way of separating people. And yeah, I believe that you should have uh, pride in who you are, whether white or black, or any other thing in between, or any other thing outside of that. It's how it's it's the fact that certain people are weak minded when it comes to sensitive subjects. So I'll go outside of this shit, this fucking purple pill bullshit to make a point. But how they attack you, how they um, demonize you, how they criticize you, right, and vilify you, they'll they'll go after your opinion. This is where 
all of these fucking Facebooks and all this, you know, left, left leaning, pretty much absolutely biased platforms exist. Someone goes on and talks about conservatism, talks about Trump, talks about anything of that sort. They know that the people are so lost in following what's going on in mainstream media and not really paying attention to more center or even looking at maybe the opposite end of what they've been looking at to really see any different. They're, they're, they're one track minded. And a lot of these guys and women on the left, they've all gotten together, even though they don't agree, like, like don't get it twisted. Uh, BLM was used by um, the community the same-sex community. I'll just use that term. BLM was used by the same-sex community to promote their agenda. And they piggybacked... It's Wendy out. They piggybacked off of one another. But really, it's been pressured by their organization that if a black man or woman disagrees with that organization only by the name only by the name itself that that person is a coon or a sellout so now they can target specific people but the real target is white conservatives um you know white uh right-leaning right-wing individuals that's always been the target since this president's been in office. Now, he's gotten, like, a couple of rhino, uh, bummy-ass, like, white fucking um, fascist, capitalist-ass niggas to, to be on board. But we all know that that left and right are two wings of the same fucking bird. It's the people who test... It, it's it's the people like Trump who honestly came in and shook things up and actually got shit done. And what pisses me off is that motherfuckers only like niggas started admitting this shit like two years after the nigga was gone. They said, well, damn, you know, I ain't even going to lie. Like, you know, the last nigga was doing a little something like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these niggas is brainwashed by mainstream media. So you kind of just let niggas be be who they are. And like, see me, I don't get into political um, arguments or discussions anymore because it's just like, it's almost unfair to people who have this shit, who, who have these like blanket statements. Cause like I'll bring up, I'm at a point now where I'll bring up a specific article from this source, that source to prove everything that a person's saying is wrong without even having a phone on me, without even having to look anything up, dude. Like, and that's why I'm against the whole education shit. Like, I, yeah, I could have went to, I could have went to school and learned about this shit, but fuck that shit. I'd rather educate myself. Like to me, that's real education. When you have the ability to be educated in what you choose to be educated in, rather than a fucking curriculum, rather than the 13th grade, rather than college itself, which only promotes debt than any real um, prosperity financially. You just have a fucking piece of paper. All right, I'm done my rant. Let's finish this. Remember in my current job, I had only been there three months. I quoted something about the difference between men and women from a Dr. Sapolsky book. 
He is a fucking anthropologist. There was a big silence. She then compares me to some other guy, I guess a sexist guy. That is the last time I went anywhere near Red Pill. So in today's, woke, environment, saying there is a difference between men and women is taboo. There is apparently over 30 other genders. Really. Let me dust off my origin of the species and check. Nope too. So, man and woman gender is the same as sex. It's just social characteristics of a sexual type were socially made up. Hey I'm a pansexual floozy woozy Jedi. It's not a social construct. Okay. Red pill is not just about putting up with and seeing through the bullshit of women but also society. Women never speak bullshit. Really. That's the problem right there. Women shit, have bad breath and are shit at sex just like men. The problem is men putting women on a pedestal and women thinking they are princesses. I agree with that. Attention is the coin of the realm in girl world. Men need to stop acting like a human shield and letting women walk all over them just for the possibility of sex. Okay. That is when a man has self-respect and a woman will also respect him. Excellent. I mean, it's still purple pill to me because, like, he started very wacky. But I think I also think that those were... I think that was two different answers. I think that was two different answers. If I'm not mistaken. But yeah, the problem is obvious in the red pill. Well, for this reason, probably for this reason, one of the main reasons is, um, man, weak minded man puts meaningless, retarded, pathetic bitch on pedestal. And she's only on pedestal because of her appearance in which woman, all she has to do is stay in shape, be presentable, take a bath, don't be a cunt. When a woman fails at all of these things, and I got to give another shout out and a salute to Austria D. Y'all make sure you check out Austria D. You, you have to look at it in terms of what does woman produce? I mean, look, and if this is sexist, then fuck it. What does woman truly produce in life? Besides children. For man, what does, what does, like, woman appears. Her burden is appearance, right? She has to stay in shape. Well, then again, today we always we, we already know. I've already talked about this numerous times. Fat bitches are out here, and men are participating in the Simp Olympics, dude. That's what these bitches like, dude. That's what these bitches do now. They don't have to put in any effort because they know that men are so desperate that they will give praise and worship to a landwell. This is the cold-hearted truth. And when woman can just appear and find a man, it's it's very difficult to feel sorry for these women to claim to never have had a good one or claim to not be able to find a good man when all her, her, her DMs, her inboxes is filled with these type of guys. But she knows that she only wants the characteristics of a good guy, but on a guy who's like a Chad, a, a more alpha type of dude. Like that's or she wants to find a guy who has those alpha male uh, qualities 
and try to blue pill the nigga into a long-term relationship and cohabitation and marriage, children, etc. Which take away the promiscuity, take away the hookup culture, take away the fact that most of these bitches are sucking and fucking any fucking way. That would actually be a good thing, right? But everything that I just excluded, add those things back on, then add a bitch's expectations, add what she expects you to have while not even having anything besides uh, um, some ass, some titties, and, and, and 10 pounds of makeup on. 10 pounds of face paint. Bitches, bitches are coming out. Bitches is coming out of the house looking like Ultimate Warrior. Just a whole bunch of face paint. And they're talking about men are fucking immature. Bitch, you paint on your face. See, look, I look, look, I will keep driving this shit home because it's silly. To, like the older I get, it may who knows? Maybe I'm just becoming bitter, right? Like I, I can acknowledge certain things. My as I get older, like I said, 34 fucking years old, right? What the fuck do I look like and just in my position in life to go back and forth with a woman on the phone, go back and forth with a woman online as if I'm in the fucking uh, 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 11th grade texting bitches back and forth. Hey, let's hang out. Oh, I got to get to know you for I'm not dealing with none of it. What the fuck would I look like doing that? See, women, they they're childish because they they love that shit. They live on fantasy and, and, and they live by whatever narrative that they read in a fucking romantic comedy or no, no, in a romantic novel or whatever storyline that they saw in a fucking romantic comedy. That's that's where the reality of women don't hit until they're old. Like like men learn reality pretty quickly. Like, like I said, the adversities of man comes very early. Woman, woman learns manipulation from temper tantrums, gaslighting, like, like women learn these things naturally. They don't even know that they're learning it in some cases. They just have those abilities. She knows that, especially if she's attractive and she can get fucked, like she can get fucked like easily just by standing at a fucking grocery store. Bitch standing at a fucking IHOP, a fucking a chicken and waffle joint. She knows that guys will fuck her. She when women have that. When women have that in mind, she's already corrupted. This is just my opinion. It's like when when a woman when a woman walks into a room and sees a group of guys looking at her and really checking her out. That's when she knows, and some bitches learn this, women, I should say, some young women learn this at a young age in their, in their, in their mid teens. When they walk into a classroom and see a whole bunch of guys looking at her and she becomes, she gets that center of attention. She's already corrupted because she's going to use like, dude, she can compartmentalize a nigga in a heartbeat. That guy in the back seat, that guy in the back of the classroom, you know what I mean? That guy's going to make him laugh, make her laugh. That guy's going to be a class clown for the bitch. The guy who's in the front with the glasses, she's going to get all the answers from that nigga, right? Like, <laughs> like, the, like it's the perfect analogy. Like, bitch, she knows from that point that she can get men to do pretty much whatever she wants for her because she is fuckable. That's, look, and like, yo, it's, it's fucked up. This sounds bad, but it's the fucking truth. 
when women learn, and even even earlier than that, when a woman gets in the temper tantrum as a child, she'll get she'll get attended to a lot more than if a son does it. Son does it, he might get he might get popped in the mouth. So I'm black. A pop in the mouth is like a warning, nigga. That that right, that's a warning. That that's that's the that. As soon as you get, that's what you, that's a warning. Before you get straight up whooped, respectfully, and, and for and for good reason. Even though if I had, and that's a good thing that I don't have a child because I wouldn't do that. I'm not. I don't have that. I don't have that in me. Spank a child. What the fuck do I look like? What the fuck, especially in public. But see, that's 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 us black folks. That's how we get down. Motherfucker get popped in the mouth. But when what but with woman, going back to what I'm saying, with woman, she can cry. And some women just they there's so many videos that, that just show women talking about how they can get in the tears and how they abuse men in the process of doing it, dude. Like, and I can, and I can make another episode just off of that, but I'm not going to do that. But she learns from an early age that if she cries or if she's in a, if she's in a weak position in society, she will always be shielded by society. That's my point. Man who is weak in society, he is cast aside in society. He is ostracized in society. He is called incel. He is all these negative things. But these women don't take advantage of what they've had. Like they knew that they've had multiple men that were trying to be with them, some just sexually, but others in most cases were relationships. She didn't pay attention to the latter. She paid attention to the attractive guys who ironically didn't want her Besides a fucking series of holes. They learned this the last minute. They're crushed over it. And they and they come to the realization. But by the time they do that, it's too late. You know what I mean? It's done for them. It's done for them. Matter of fact, where's chaos at? That's why you would buy a dog and die alone. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like <laughs> women don't understand that as man, especially a free thinking man, MGTOW, Red Pill, the man, the, the man who generally understands what's going on, right? We can't, we, it's not in me to feel sorry for a lot of these women. Knowing what I know now. Because women had nothing but opportunity to do things. Out of just just by being present, she could have had a man do everything for her. Bitches aren't presentable like that. Bitches can't conversate like that. They can only they can only promote themselves as sex object. So they'll only be treated like sex object. That's that's they're they're only going to be treated as such. And, 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 and it's like what one of the stories that was in uh, one of the answers, right? I think that was like the red pill realization. Like you get what you put out there. 
you get what essentially you put out as woman. This is like the car analogy, right? All right. So women, women are essentially cars. And this is why I say this. Some women represent luxury. Some women are rugged, like pickup trucks. Other women are kind of in between. They're like a Jeep. But they're still, they're still, they haven't been driven to a point of no return. Like they, they haven't been completely washed and defeated by dicks. Like they haven't been ran through on the cock carousel. But if, if, if a guy who's not aware and who cannot maintain that appearance, they'll fucking wreck a vehicle. It doesn't matter how many low mileage mileage it has. Cause you don't, cause man can't maintain a bitch who's already been out there and who's already had four or five people driven her or driving her in a cop carousel. That's, that's just the reality of it. It's just woman, woman knows that in today's, in today's day and age, woman knows that there's still men who will pedestalize her, but she doesn't have that real man beside her. You know what I mean? Like, like she has, these are only fans, bitches, like former porn star type bitches. Um, um, Lana Rhodes type bitches, uh, Mia Khalifa type bitches, bitches who had guys who fucking left her because she's a fucking slut and she did porn, dude. Like that's, and look, why, why, why should I feel bad for just saying the fucking truth? Like women who, who claim to be women today and they're not just sluts and whores and they've done porn. It's a fucking joke. It's like a guy who's, who puts bitches on pedestals. And still says that he's a man's man. Like, no, you're not. You're a fucking simp. Doesn't matter how much in shape you are. You're a fucking peasant at heart and you're a peasant at mind. You're a peon. And in most cases, see, like, the reason why I don't even participate in, like, conversations with people like that anymore is because my way of thinking is completely different. Like, I can't even have, like, regular conversations because I'll just connect it to, like, something that's related to the red pill. Like, like dudes who have like, look, it's like, it's on some rain man shit. Cause like I was saying to myself earlier, like I was kind of getting through most of my work. Cause it's like nine 30 now, any fucking way. And I'm rambling. And it's already an hour and 10 minutes, but I'm just going to finish it off talking. I was saying to myself that I needed to gather something to mention, you know, for this, for this episode and shit. And I was saying to myself, well, damn, because Cora, Cora is, is what I recommend. I, I'm going to actually start putting, um, I'm going to actually start making an account. Well, I think I already have, I already have an account on um, Quora, but I'm going to rename it and do all that and do a lot more posts and um, um, blogs, if you will. I'm going to become a blogger. I'm going to talk about a lot of the shit. Some things that I don't talk about on here, but I'm going to incorporate that very soon because Cora uh, still has a good amount of insightful information. It's not just like Reddit. Reddit has just became completely accessible. It's accessible. Like there's no other way to put it. It's accessible.
I needed some of this green tea. But yeah, the, the reality, like one of the realities for me is understanding how realizing and then coming to an understanding on how easy women have it, right? And understanding that women, regardless of how they look today, will always have some form of options. It's just they're too stuck in their own ways, their selfishness, to generally see what is right in front of them because they're always trying to look up higher. And in, in their minds and in, in their brains, they're actually elevating and they're actually bettering themselves. In reality, they're just riding dick to dick and getting an experience. But in the long run, they'll sit back, boohoo, cry and complain about their um, they're not finding good guys. And, and all the good guys, like I said, in her DMs and inbox, there's plenty of good men, good men that she don't want, good men that she's currently using probably good men that she has in the friend zone and that can part like that compartmentalization and I'm pretty sure that's not a word but her ability to compartmentalize right and from the classroom analogy hey this guy is going to do my homework this guy's going to make me laugh this guy I have a crush on but I'm not going to say nothing to him like as she gets older she'll just use that in a different way like, like when, when she gets into like college and shit, it's going to be the same analogy, but it's going to be upgraded. Well, this guy has a car. This guy's nice. This guy's friendly. This guy has money. I've talked about this years ago where there was this bitch I used to hang out with who's just pathetic. She's a pathetic person, pathetic human being, dude, seriously. And she told me straight up how she was currently talking to, to three guys at once and she talked to one guy because one guy had had good pipe the the other guy was funny and then the other guy had a lot of money and I just looked at her like wow man and really I, I just told her the truth because I didn't want to fuck her I had no attraction to her and it's easy it's easy as man to just be direct with bitches when you don't want to fuck them like it because all of the sugarcoating and BSing and shit is out of the way. Like, I'm not trying to fuck you. I have no attraction to you, but you're being a fucking 304. Like, legit. And, and, and I remember telling this bitch, if you keep up, and at that time, the bitch was what? I forgot how old the bitch was. But at that time, she was getting up there. She was getting closer to the 30. And I was telling her, you know, if you keep up, if you keep it up, you're not going to have the time to really get what you feel you deserve. Because really, because like in reality, she was getting what she deserved. And what she got in, in return in the long run was just a life of misery. But it was all it was all foreshadowed by just my insight, dude. Like, And I'm not saying this to be like Negro Namas or nothing, but I just knew because when you're around bitches, like when you're around women in general, you kind of get an understanding on who they are and why they are. Like easily when a bitch is out there sucking and fucking, she has daddy issues nine times out of 10. It's not just a bitch who just randomly says, well, I just like sex and I believe I can do this and that. No bitch. You had daddy issues. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Bitches have daddy issues and shit and they want to go out there and, and it's like they have a hatred for men while looking for sort of that guidance and understanding for men. It's a very, 
it's a very interesting dynamic that a fucking dingbat, goofy-ass whore will go through. But that's that's the reality of it. Why, like I said, why should I take the Kevin Samuels route? Or, or why should I take the, the kill him with kindness route? Fuck these bitches, man. Like, why would I and, I, and I played Tupac earlier, so I should have shared that episode, but I'm going to, I'm going to play Tupac in the future in his, his path. Like he, he took the red pill before that shit was even like, it, it, cause it was two interviews of one interview where he tried to approach a woman. This was back in the digital underground days. So he had the fucking, um, the box fade part and everything, dude, like looking like fucking like he had like the big daddy cane haircut. And he was talking about how he was nice to one chick and he was extra polite. And she told him straight up that he's just too nice and she's not interested. And then it showed him like fucking like like five to seven years later talking about bitches ain't shit and all this other shit. And it's that's the realization that most guys go through. Like, dude, like it's it's a big deal today. I don't just be talking shit. Well, I do, but. My shit is at least logical. Like, I'll get into random shit, but fuck that. Like, like you, every guy going forward in life is going to go through a, a point in time. Most, most guys, like, think about it like this. Most guys don't go into dating women and getting into relationships as if I'm going to use and manipulate this bitch. Like, most guys do not go into a relationship saying that especially a first relationship or interaction. Most guys are going to say, oh, I'm just going to go into this relationship to fuck this bitch as a first, as a first, like, like that doesn't usually happen at all. Right. A man who's been fucked over, right. Um, A man who's been manipulated, lied to gaslit, like, like, yeah, those guys are going to have some venom. Yeah. They're going to have that same energy. Women wonder where, how, how are these type of, uh, quote unquote, misogynistic men uh, who've made these women have, have created these misogynistic men. Some of these men have wicked mothers. They have created them. And these, and these women who use these guys, right? These guys who are generally good guys, right? Not nice guys. They were generally decent, good human beings. They've destroyed those guys. And they've came into the relationship saying, I want to be that person for that woman. That's what a lot of good guys would say. Decent guys in the beginning will say is, I want to be that special guy for that woman, right? That's what most guys will say, right? Bitch. A, a, a good portion of bitches, they'll get into there saying, I wonder what I can get from this guy. Yeah, in some cases, it might be some attraction. Like a bitch ain't, like a bitch will sit, a bitch will waste a nigga's time who she knows she's not going to give any pussy to, but she also knows that that guy wants that from her. That's why that nigga's staying around. And that bitch knows that if she tells that guy that she, that she's not giving up any pussy, a good a good percentage of men would leave quickly. They would walk away immediately. But a lot of these women know that they can use that to keep a man around, to keep a man around for validation, to keep that man around for, for, for dates, dinner dates, and get the boyfriend treatment from the guys who's 
who's essentially being friend zone, being fucked over. Like, yeah, this shit is real. A lot of a lot of guys, a lot of guys, um, if you're lucky, you'll come to this realization earlier. Maybe, maybe in your twenties. Teens, like, that's always been sort of gnarly to me. Like to just to think that there's a 16-year-old listening to me is almost disturbing. But they're better off listening to me than some piss poor peasant PUA piece of shit nobody, right? Talking about 15 body, 1,500 body counts, and all of them are fat bitches. These men have to be exposed. This is why I give a shout out to uh, 21 Studios. Because even though I disagree with like most of the people that are on that shit, um, Anthony Dream Johnson was was pointing out a lot of a, a lot of BS from a lot of these people. Now I'm not I'm not including Rolo because that that to me, from the beginning, I've always been a person who still believes that the conflict is never really necessary when it comes to spreading the message. But at the same time, this isn't a hip hop. This is in the streets. Nobody's getting shot over this shit. So it is what it is. It becomes entertainment. But with the Rolo situation in 21 Studios, to me, that was just, I don't know. I don't have a full understanding. But I know that his shit is still on 21 Studios. You can still find Rolo Tomasi shit on 21 Studios. Because let's face it, he probably brought in... um, Besides CGA, probably, probably bought in um, the most views. So even running 21 Studios, well, shit, why take this guy down? Because we have a problem with him. This nigga got a video with 500,000 views. Yeah, let's keep that up. (laughs) Let's keep that video up. Fuck it. I would say I'm about to end this because I am... But I'm a I'm gonna do something. Um, I'm gonna fuck around and do something after this as well. I'm trying to end this shit right now because it's a uh, 9:46. That's gonna give me enough time to have this shit uploaded. But uh, I just wanted to do something that was a little bit random, even though it was still constructive. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I I play the Breaking Bad theme only because I I find the theme to be funny. And when I talk about like bitter bum bitches who are like down bad, it's gonna be uh breaking down bad bitches. <laughs> That's gonna be my new uh, uh my new addition to the podcast. Constantly elevating, constantly changing, constantly making shit happen. But for right now, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode of Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace. Get him out. Ready? Are you ready? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get the hell out of here.